0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Relationship Chronicles. I'm your host, Nina Westbrook. I'm so excited to be sharing this mini series with you. This mini series is brought to you by Do Tell Conversation Card Game. This season, you might notice something a little different about the way we start each episode. The holidays to me means connection, gathering with loved ones and friends. So, what better way to start off each episode? than with a game of Do Tell conversation card game. Do Tell is a fun and exciting way to connect with your loved ones, your spouse, your family members, your friends. It's your chance to share meaningful connections, talk about some of the nitty gritty things that we don't really get to on a daily basis and have fun exploring and learning new things about the people you love the most. Visit DoTelCardGame.com and use the code RelationshipCronPod15 for 15% off your first do tell purchase. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Relationship Chronicles with Nina Westbrook. I'm your host. And today I'm here with the incredible, amazing Rachel Lindsay. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and my longest time friend and entrepreneur, Kiana Johnson welcome thank Thank you you for having us yeah i'm very excited okay so last season we started off every episode with a game of this or that so this time we're gonna start each episode with a game of do tell
1: Mm mhm
0: rachel do you want to start i would love to okay are we gonna go from the spice it up deck or keep things cool spice it up come
2: on Rachel thank you I was about to say we're not gonna <laughs> keep it spicy we gotta set the tone come
0: for the on. podcast oh oh okay. Yes. okay okay I'm
1: nervous who is your most recent secret crush
0: oh that's a you question well no I'm asking the question oh, no you have to re-answer <laughs> I'm your own married question. I know so I'm getting you get in trouble so then w- because you're marrying we have a dude, we have a couple's deck, but since we're not in it, I'm going to allow you to skip this one. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. You get a
2: pass right now.
0: I'm like, do I want to do spice things
2: up? <laughs> no. We- <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going to try one more time. You said you wanted to get spicy. I did. Okay. What bo- what part of your body are you most proud of? Mm. I love. I, oh, I would say my
0: stomach. Okay. That's a good one. I've seen your stomach and I would say the same thing if I was you. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Thank
1: you so
0: much. <laughs> Love it. Okay, good. Because I need to work on the other areas. Right? I need to tighten up a little bit. So that's, hey, that's all I got left. <laughs> We're going to leave it at stomach and you're, it's giving stomach. Thank you. For sure. Okay. Things okay. That's the energy.
2: Um, What is the biggest sacrifice you feel you've ever made? Mm.
0: Um,
2: I think... Moving to San Diego, not knowing anybody, um, leaving the world that I knew, you know, it was scary. Um, but it turned out for the best. It was it was a major sacrifice, but um, it it was one of the best decisions I could have made. It was risky, it was unknown, but I think it was a, it was a good sacrifice and well worth, you know. And you're still there, and I'm still there. there you go. Amen. amen.
0: All Love right. That. Okay. You're going to keep it. I kind of like it- to keep it cool <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on,
0: Nina. I hope it's a get spicy a spice
2: question.
0: It up. <laughs> oh. Which types of confrontations do you avoid? Um, okay, so I I I tend to avoid confrontations with people whom I'm not emotionally invested in. Oh, that's a good one. I I thought you were
2: going to say physical, but. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, those two. um, I've never been in a physical conversation. Have you? You have? Oh, no. Okay. Can we get the story on this? No. (laughs) She's like, I plead the fifth. <laughs> here, that you would have. And to I say didn't a, always win. Oh <laughs> no! Been win. Well, so it was multiple times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's like too many to count.
1: <laughs> so my answer was going to be, I don't avoid any confrontation.
2: <laughs> I Bring look them for
1: all. them. I'm that friend who will walk up and be like, "Do we have a
0: problem here? I'm Do like, we no. have a problem? Like, no. Are I'm you sure? We are the friends that will." You're tripping. Let's we go. need to go. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Time to go immediately. <laughs> take me home. If I pull yeah, out the, so we I'm a lawyer. Take you. me home. We will be taking you home. We will be pulling it. Rachel, let's go. <laughs> I, say,
1: I got my bar card. That is
0: a sign to take me home.
1: <laughs> and she's had enough.
0: <laughs> okay, great. This was so fun. So much fun. Okay, let's jump into it. I'm going to admit I didn't prep a ton for this because okay. I feel like we could just have a really good fun combo. And you both have very unique, interesting backgrounds. And I think that you'll have a lot to offer our listeners about how to navigate the, I don't want to call it crazy, but the <laughs> chaos of family and friendship mm-hmm. during the holidays. Mm. You're both coming from two different perspectives. So I don't know. Are you looking forward to it? What's that? Well, I'm always looking forward to the holidays. Yes.
1: <laughs> but the who goes where and how we do it and how long we stay and what does that look like is always a battle. And we always, I don't know about you, we always wait till the last minute to get it done. <laughs> Like, okay. I don't know what we're doing now.
0: Yeah. Okay, because you have family in Florida. Brian's family's in Florida. Okay. And my family's in Dallas. Okay. But my
1: grandmother, who, you know, is getting older, is yeah. in Houston. So it's always, um, and my sister's in Dallas, but then her in-laws are in Arizona. Okay. so And she's mm-hmm. the only one with kids. So it's like, well, where are we going going to be and how are we going to do it?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: my mother-in-law's birthday is around Christmas. So, you know, take
0: that. You have a lot of things happen- going happens. for you. <laughs> take- you have a lot of things going for you in terms of your argument. I always tell them it's so funny. I like whoever has the most kids goes the fir- the least distance. That makes sense. It's 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 just easier, and I like it because a lot of my friends don't have kids, so I win all the time. She definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> I win all the time. Did um, you make up the rule by the way? Because <laughs> <laughs> you never heard this. I've, I've I've told you this before. Yeah, yeah. And you got to like, come yeah. to me. She she. You know? I have no complaints.
2: I have <laughs> no complaints.
0: I will drive. I will
1: fly. <laughs> to be with the and that's why you're a longtime friend. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. Okay, so how do you do it? What do you do? I compromise,
1: right? Which is mm. what you do in any relationship. We usually rotate. Um, well, I'll tell you what's good. My, my husband's Colombian. And so they celebrate the day before Christmas, Hello. Buena Noche. And so that's kind of helped us out because we do Christmas Eve sometimes with his family. And then we might fly Christmas Day to be with my family. Or he stays and I'm like, well, I'm going to go see my grandmother and then he'll meet with me. Mm-hmm. So it changes every single mm-hmm. year. But this year, I can tell you right now. I want to spend it with my nephews. I want to wake up with them on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. It's a magical experience because they still believe in Santa, mm-hmm. and so that's what we're doing okay. for Christmas at least. You I can't heard speak to it here first. That's right. Y'all are gonna see me in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> we did, but we did do Miami Christmas last year, so it okay. is. It's, it's technically it's your yes. yes, before anyone judges me, it is my turn.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's really good because a lot of people. Um, struggle with this. Like for me, my brother's recently married and I've always been, I'm the, I've always been the only girl. I have three brothers mm-hmm. and they've never really been in very serious relationships before where I'm having to like share whose home we're going to be at or where, who's coming and what are we doing? So this year and last year, maybe, is the first time I'm having to kind of, you know, be open to everyone not coming to my house mm-hmm. and having to split up and figure out and decide what holiday we're doing over here versus what holiday we're doing over here. Um, it's been an interesting experience. I think it's been fine. I'm not like territorial. I just, I really don't care. I love when I have together. That's yeah. the biggest thing. So um that's quite an adjustment when the family grows and you're incorporating new family and traditions and all of that. So I can understand a little bit about that dynamic. It's different when it's not your husband. What about you, Key? Yeah. Mine's pretty easy right now, <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> I don't have a partner to kind of like split time. So right now I kinda of go where my heart flows, where I wanna oh, go. That's nice. You know, my sister's married, so we're kind of Going up to her, like Nina's talking mm-hmm. about, you know, she has the kids or my sister has a husband and I am i don't. So I'm like, let me go up to her, saying my mom, she'll go. So mine's pretty easy right now. I don't have any anybody pulling me which way I kind of choose where I want to go. That's-
1: I'd say enjoy mm-hmm. it yes. <laughs> while it lasts because I'm actually nervous when, when kids come into the yeah. picture, you know, like I we want to have kids. What will that be like? we're the only ones out here in LA and Brian's family's in Miami, mine in Texas. Will they come to us? Will we have to take the baby to them? I, I just don't know what that mm-hmm. looks like. So I'm, ner- I'm already thinking of Ahead. how the dynamics will change mm-hmm. with kids.
0: Honestly, I mean with Russell moving around so much and he, sometimes he's home for Christmas. Sometimes he's not. Um, last year we, we were separated um, and I just took the kids on vacation rather yeah it was like I don't really want to have traditions of Christmas um, at home without Russell there the kids would we would miss him you know Mm -hmm. so we just decided to try an adventure and we did that and it was fun I love that Yeah, (laughs) but the kids we have flown on Christmas day we have flown through Christmas night to get to the east coast on a red eye me with all the kids um, and food also <laughs> in tow to meet up with <laughs> Russell. I don't know. I feel like when that happens, it, it was never like a joyful jolly. It was nice. We were together, but we we us- we, we just slept. Like yeah. we kind of slept all day. and Cause was, was like lazy. It hair. was a lazy Christmas. Um, but I mean, yes, you have to kind of get creative. Luckily, now we're kind of stationed. The kids are in school. And I'm just trying to get everyone I can to come to me. Like, I start early making plans. So, really? Yeah. Like, put me on your calendar. Are you put a planner? I've, I've, I am. <laughs> like, <playing> myself. <laughs> <laughs> I am a hostess with the mostest. Okay. I love, I'm, I'm not outgoing and I'm not very social outside of my house. Mm-hmm. In my house, I have all the party tricks. I have all the games. (laughs) I have all the entertainment, the food, the drinks flowing. Um, Kiana has been to many of my little get-togethers. And they're not, sometimes they're little, sometimes they're I don't know the way you just described it.
1: In my mind, I was like, you have stories to tell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have a good time. (laughs) No, it's, it's, I I, I don't know. And which leads me to my Friendsgiving. I'm going back and forth with Russell. He's not like me. Like he, he doesn't have to have a lot of people over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did a Friendsgiving last year. You were there. Mm -hmm. It was so fun. You should come. We're there.
1: I love, I love a gathering. Brian sounds like Russell, but I'm
0: like, what do I bring? Tell him to come. He will have a really great time. It's always a great time. I mean, at least I think so. It's always a good time. I mean...
2: You're now. biased. No, I'm not. So, okay. I would tell you if it wasn't. Like, <laughs> I literally like, ha- ha- I
0: mean, <laughs> always have a good time. Yeah. So you guys are invited. That okay, was your great. official invite to Friendsgiving, and I won't let you forget. It'll be. I like Friendsgiving because our friends are so important to us, and oh. they're like our family. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to spend their holidays with their family. So if I have to do something prior to the holiday to get my friends together. So we can share moments and yeah. chat and catch up and just love on each other, then that's what I like to do.
1: I love, I feel like as I get older, not that I've not appreciated my friendships, I always have. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love you have this long-term friendship. You know, I have a few friends from high school as well. They're not here. So as we move around, we've bounced around like every two years. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time we've been a place for three years. I'm realizing the importance of friendship and why it's so necessary to have that closeness because we have no
0: family here. Mm -hmm. So I'm very much so looking forward to Friendsgiving. Yeah, it's going to be good. And what you're saying is so true. Like we've been moving around, even Kiana, you've been, you've lived in several, many different states, maybe not several.
2: A few,
0: a few <laughs> space <laughs> over the I years. We talked about, him. yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. And um, I've obviously lived in many different places over the years, and that's yeah. Like we had to kind of build community, mm-hmm. um, make new friends, which is really challenging for me. Mm-hmm. I don't make a lot of friends because I don't like to be outside. Living this all over the place kind of life has really created the space to have really good friendships. I have mm-hmm. friends all over the world, literally. Um, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in Europe and Paris. Can you meet me? And they're like, yeah. So um, it's just having those long, strong standing friendships where maybe you don't talk every day. Mm-hmm. But um, when you do talk, you catch up. There's no hard feelings. Everyone knows life is happening in the midst of the, the gaps and um you just friends to celebrate and enjoy good times with which i mean that's the the biggest thing yeah it's super important
2: when you're going to a new place like even me going to san diego like friends become your community yeah. they become your source like i didn't know anybody in san diego so i had to create my community there i
1: yeah believe me i've been there too do you like that Do you find that fun? (laughs) And the only reason reason I say that. Okay. Okay. I only ask because some people thrive in that space. You know, they become this, they can reinvent themselves. I mean, we're too old for that, but you know (laughs) what I mean? So I'm just wondering, do you love that?
2: I don't, I wouldn't say I love it, but I I do. I can thrive in that sort of situation. Like when I'm put in a situation to make new friends, to meet new people, I can. Mm -hmm. So, and that's kind of what I had to do. And it's been good.
0: And you know what? Just to even add to that, I think that watching each other make new friends over the years uh-huh. has been fun. Um, also, I feel like I used to joke whenever they would have a, a new friend, and I'd be like, "Oh no, new friends!" Same, same. Um, you
2: know, we do that too you know in our I mean, I my group. mom friends, and I'm like. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really funny, but you know what? Like, just like in this moment, I feel like you're a very new friend. Not very mm-hmm. new. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I don't... We kind of just transitioned into friendship. We would see each other yeah. all out. I don't know how... We would see each other out all the time because I was never out. So whenever I was out, I saw you. So you have me come out all of a sudden. That's you? true, though. Yeah. That's so true. anytime I, I stepped way. outside, I was That's running to you. Um, games, anything like I'm at the game, and I'm like Nina. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> hey, <Rachel. laughs> It's called networking, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, networking. <laughs> I totally get it. And um, we finally were like, let's go to lunch. Yeah, and um, it's been great. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like bringing my new friendships and my long old friendships together. I just want good people to be together. Yeah. I know how tough it is to find people you connect with and have a genuine connection and relationship and that are there just want nothing but good for you um it's hard to find really good people so I like to share my people I'm not like a friend a jealous nice. friend yeah it's I'm really the nice queen she's of, really good at it. I, I know yeah. the people who don't do that I know people who will not yeah they're like why are y'all hanging out without me I have yeah. those friends no I want to put together a trip if I can only see my friends once a year Because I have friends all over. I'm like, hey, let's meet here. Nobody knows each other. Everyone trusts me. They come and everyone leaves with a whole handful of new friends. And that's kind of, you know, I really, really love that about my friendships. I feel like we all need each other. Yes. Like a safe space, especially for someone like you. Like this person is like the most amazing person that you will ever meet. Uh One of the most amazing people and she is anyone that she has in her life is going to just benefit from you know what i'm saying right. and you can be safe and we've like we literally have been through everything together everything um <laughs> <laughs> lowest, <I'm> like everything <laughs> we've been through the lowest of the lowest.
1: <laughs> that's friendship
0: And and it makes you stronger. (laughs) Totally. It's so many things. And that's why, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's so important.
1: Not to keep harping on the friendship thing, but I just like really feel this conversation because one of the things I was really afraid of moving to LA was this, and I'll call it a myth because I have found it to not be true. The Hollywood myth of, oh, it's going to be so hard for you to make friends in LA. Everyone's so Hollywood. Everyone's going to want to get something from you. And I'm not Mm. saying that I haven't, Run into that. But I've been beautifully surprised at some great people that I've met in LA. And I f- think the trick for me is when I meet somebody who I feel like is a good, genuine person, then they'll introduce me to their friend group mm-hmm. or their friend or their co-worker that mm-hmm. they're close with rather than just going out to random places. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm out and about. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going out and just meeting people, I, I wait until I can... Like a friend introduces me to a another referral. Referral. Right. I a friend. I <laughs> friend. Very, very much like dating, right? Yes, I, yes. The, I felt like the best relationships I had were when a friend introduced me to a guy or something like that. So yeah, that... I say that it's a myth. It's a Hollywood myth because there are really great people I out agree. here in L.A.
0: I agree. I think that a lot of times people come here with preconceived notions of mm-hmm. what it should be like or what it looks like. I mean, L.A. people are typically pretty down to earth. Like we're, we're I feel like it's a pretty and I'm not even claiming L.A. because I'm not technically from L.A. We're from the I.E. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, but I find I find that the people typically are super chill. It's the transplants. It's the, it's the, it's, a, it's <laughs> I'll say it. It's, yeah, it kind of is. And, but I'm used to, I have heard that uh, many, many times. I'm mm-hmm. used to hearing that. <laughs> not me, but the truth. No, not you, <laughs> not you at all. I feel like I saw you, didn't I see you in, I saw you in Dallas one time too. Did we see each other in Dallas? At the, maybe, maybe we saw, I, at Nobu. Did we have you at Nobu? Yes. I've seen you all but, over the, listen, the world. I've been <laughs> like one time and the one time I was there, I saw you. How does this happen? But when, that, I'm gonna tell that story
1: off mic. I'm gonna tell you. That was that was pre-things.
0: So I'm gonna tell you that off mic. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's kind of jump into um. I want to know more about your experience and like, what kind of advice could you share for other singles who are, you know, ha- entering the chaos and the craziness of the holidays, sometimes over extending, you want to go to every party or sometimes feeling kind of like lonely and not having parties or yeah. friends or family to spend time with. Do you have any like insights into how you, Healthily and happily navigate these the holiday, yeah, madness, I
2: mean, it's crazy because I separated from my ex going into the holiday season, mm. like November december ish, so I think that for me, I had to be intentional about filling my calendar, like mm. I couldn't let myself stay home because I was in this like sad space, so yeah. I had to literally put things on my calendar and say, this is what I'm, on. even if it's like going to a coffee shop. Like going to a cute dinner. So, just being intentional about like putting things on your calendar, not allowing yourself to like fall into like seclusion. Cause it's, that's kind of what you wanna do, especially. Well, let me speak about that's what I wanted to do. So, mm-hmm. what helped me is just being intentional about planning. Wow. And I'm not much of a planner, but <laughs> I
0: had to like, You know what? Because that's you have always so. had me. That's right. <laughs> you know,
2: you, are, I you do. are the planner, and I kind of just roll with the flow.
0: <laughs> You're very go with the flow. That's true. But that's really good in insight. Like just knowing what you need and being in tune with what you need. You're like, I need to be social. I need to be out with people. That's what fills my cup. So let me get this calendar booked up. And like I said, It's it's that's probably something that comes easy for you, even though it's not something that you like would naturally seek out because, again, you're such a joyous, like happy person that people are drawn to you naturally. Yeah. You have all your work friends and that I like as
2: well <laughs> thankfully not uh,
0: <laughs> and um i just really love and admire your ability to put yourself out there and be open to new experiences and new relationships and things like that yeah. so that's really cool it's been fun it's been <laughs> fun it really has been. i think last year you had maybe the most that was you seem like you had maybe the most fun you've ever had oh, like it was funny. always a party yeah Probably. Everything was a party.
1: In San Diego.
0: <laughs> All over. Yeah, yeah Everywhere. Over, oh. wherever she was, <laughs> oh. was a party. How have we not run into each other? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so what about you, Rachel? How do you think, like, since getting married, let's talk about friendship mm-hmm. again? You've been married two years? How many years? Four. Four, Four. years?
2: Congratulations. Woo! I know time. Okay, sometimes. <laughs>
0: literally flies I definitely watched you on can we talk about that yeah yeah yeah. we can talk about it um on the bachelorette Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what it's called Mm -hmm. um I was very excited I'm not a bachelor bachelorette watcher but when I heard that you were going to be the first black woman Mm -hmm. that is the bachelorette I was like I'm gonna watch this thank you um (laughs) And you were amazing. I don't know like what the standard is, but you were amazing. And I, I feel like what you, who you were on that show is who you are. Thank you. Yeah. Best compliment I could get. So I appreciate that. Okay, good. Okay. So fast forward, we're married now Mm for years. How do you feel like your friendships have changed or evolved or (laughs) fallen off since (laughs) finding your person? It's,
1: I, you know, no one's ever
0: asked me that question before. So I'm like thinking about
1: this and answering this in real time. <laughs> um, my relate, my friendships haven't changed because of my marriage, but maybe it's because I'm married, my, my situation has changed. So right. we've moved around quite a bit. So that has, because of marriage, we've moved and that has affected my friendships. I don't get to talk to my friends. And this is not because of marriage. Please don't. <laughs> please don't think that. Because I'm not there. I don't talk to them as much. And then also, you know, like I have a new built-in best friend uh-huh. that I'm with all the time. And, you know, there's energy that I give to my friendships. But now I also give energy to my marriage. And, and particularly because I am, to steal a phrase from you from a previous podcast, the pri- was it Priority Partner? Is that what you called it? Priority? Maybe, yeah. It was so... My job causes me to move around a lot. Even if we're in L.A., I'm traveling all the time. So because I'm traveling, I have to make sure that I'm pouring into my relationship a lot more to not create that distance. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I put more time into my relationship than I do my friendships. And so maybe that's my friendships have taken a backseat. However in 2023 mm-hmm. my word was i have a word every year instead of a resolution i'm mm, better to stick nice. i'm better at sticking to the word we're going to talk about
0: this during thanksgiving oh. okay great you'll
1: take us through it okay okay go. great so my word was create <laughs> but it was more so to create in all ways and one of that was to with friendships not necessarily create new friendships but just like create moments create time and space for my friendships so i feel like i've done a better job with that cuz mm-hmm. it's easy for me to focus in the world that I'm in and not pour into my friendships, which as we were stating earlier in this podcast are so important to me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm also in this space now also because I have more time on my hand, less jobs Mm -hmm. of where, when I think something or I feel something about a friend, I make sure that I tell them that rather than holding that in to myself. Mm, So in 2023, I feel like my friendships were falling off a little bit. Can't blame that on the marriage, just everything. And I feel like I've been better at cultivating friendships um mm-hmm. this year and i hope that that continues on wow. i don't even know if i answered your question but that, that's it, what was I, on I, my, I like my, whatever my you were
2: giving <laughs> it,
0: i'll take it, it i really like that it made me think of like handling conflict and friendship
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um it sounds like you made a commitment to be more vocal about how you feel in your friendships. So, when it comes to and for you too, Key, mm-hmm. when it comes to conflict in friendships because sometimes like you you learn really quick like if this friendship is worth fighting for, yes. do you is this friendship worth having conflict and having drama over because if it's not, then that's when people get like left behind, I feel like. (laughs) To say it nice nicely. I don't know. But like when it's like a friendship that you care about and there's something that happens or something that conflict, life happens. You're Mm -hmm. in your feelings about something, they're in their feelings about something. How do you navigate that? Like how do you address that? And how do you continue to build on your friendship and and that you value? I'm confrontational. Mm. So if I'm if I notice that something is
1: off or I'm feeling something or maybe I'm thinking that it's coming from them I'm immediately going to say what's up what's wrong let's talk about it let's figure it out mm-hmm. doesn't always work mm-hmm. you know I've had friendships that I've had to leave leave behind because you know we were on the same path and then things changed in my life things changed in their life and and it's sad to say but friendships you just go a different way yeah. you still mm-hmm. always have that mutual respect for one another but yeah, when i you know, when I had the biggest struggle with my friendships around my wedding, because mm. I was bringing in new friendships mm-hmm. with old friendships. Mm. I saw that a little bit at the bachelorette party. I saw it when it came to inviting people <laughs> for the wedding and who was getting a plus one and who wasn't. And I think a lot of my older friends were afraid that I was different or maybe had changed as I was bringing in friends from this new bachelor world and people yeah. that I was meeting along the way. And because I'm confrontational, I'm like, no. We're going to sit down. Actually, I'm going to force all of y'all to get to know each other at the Bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see everybody's fun. And then, you know, we can talk it out from there. But that's me. I don't allow stuff to just fester. I'm like, we got to talk about it right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Which true. I believe that about that. you also. I I get that <laughs> from you. But I force you. people to talk. And that's not always great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might not get the result <laughs> right. that you want if they're not mentally in a space to have the conversation learning i'm (laughs) learning because brian's not that way i'm like let's talk about it
1: right now and i have had to learn that's not how he communicates
0: so good Mm -hmm. Uh, what about you Key?
2: i would say i'm not much of a confrontational person but i feel like i like to communicate Mm -hmm. it's a struggle sometimes but if there's any issues like i want to i, I want to find the, the solution yes mm-hmm. um i don't like brushing stuff under the rug or like i've come across people who like use like sarcasm when they're really meaning it it's like
0: mm-hmm. s- passive aggression yes <laughs> passive
2: yeah
0: aggression. <laughs> i'm like that but <laughs> no
2: yes. that is that's yeah. what it is and so for me it's just like
0: <clears throat> what's the problem
2: like let's talk about it did i do exactly something wrong? tell me you know let me fix it <laughs> how can we fix it
0: exactly And when that happens, you guys are like open, receptive to tackling issues, like more solution. You're more like solution focused. Both of you. I'm like that. I don't think I have a a problem. I never have a problem reaching out. But it's to me, it's always, is it worth it to me to have this conversation? Because, you know, sometimes, like you said, it just doesn't, you're not clicking or Mm -hmm. it's not aligning. Mm -hmm. And... Because I like to put so much into my friendships and so much into my, my relationships. And also just living in this space where there's so much access to my family, Mm -hmm. very protective of who I bring around. Um, Like, why are you here? (laughs) And I always like to get to the bottom of it. So there are a lot of things that I sift through to determine if this is something that I want. Um, to fight for versus mm-hmm. something that we're okay to be acquaintances, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. I don't think everyone has to be friends. I so agree. It's, um. <laughs> I think the entry, like entering into, my kids entering into school was a huge adjustment for me because yeah. I'm, you're almost forced to have to be open to new relationships and my mom friends, like, you <laughs> Yeah. Know, I have mom friends and then I have friends that are moms Mm -hmm. that are just my friends now. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's challenging. And the way I kind of deal with things with other people, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the time I don't, I don't really like a lot of stress and I I don't like drama. I feel like I have so much of my own personal stress and drama that It's got to really be worth it to me to go through a whole lot in friendships. Like I like going through, like when we're going through things together or my friend is going through something, but like fighting back and forth Mm -hmm. is not, I don't feel comfortable in that space. Like I'm trying to let in as much light and happiness. And like, obviously the struggle is going to be there. Like I don't have any shortage of challenges, obstacles, struggles, conflict, drama in my life so any unnecessary drama Mm -hmm. that i can eliminate (laughs) i'm going to eliminate it isn't it
1: beautiful when you get to a space like you get to a point in your life where you're like I just don't have time for that. Or I don't even care to put energy, you know, like back in the day when you were worried, at least this is for me, I was so worried about what people would think or this friendship and, you know, making it work or making that person like me. And then you just get to a point where you're like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And listening to the way that you were talking about, it's like, I only have enough energy for this. I'm only allowing this into my life Mm -hmm. and I'm okay if you can't give me that
0: and right, I can right. move on. It's like mm-hmm. a beautiful space to be in. It really is. And I think that once you, I don't know when you got there or when- 31. You... I can tell you the exact date. <laughs> okay. Was there a moment? <laughs> Did something happen? A relationship. It always is. It always is.
1: <laughs> I ended a five-year relationship mm-hmm. and I had started going to therapy. So maybe it was a, it was a process. Okay. I started to go to therapy- a year before that relationship ended, and I went to therapy. Um, I wrote about this. I went to therapy to save the relationship, but I ended up saving myself. Hello. Mm. And I walked away from that relationship, one toe still in, but but pretty much walked away from the, the relationship. Pinky toe, it?
2: It? pinky I toe like. it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> But I but I got I pretty much had walked away, and it was at that point that I was just realizing you're going to be okay, and you don't need this. And it was this level of self-awareness mm. that I got from therapy and the power in letting something go and the strength that that gave me. And that's why I, I can specifically point to 31. Mm-hmm. And then I went on The Bachelor.
0: It <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> same year. I mean, I feel like it is such a beautiful and amazing feeling when you come to that place. I mean, it takes a long time. Like I think about all the life that I lived in my 20s, Girl. and I'm like, whoa, I really thought I was, I I really thought I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that I knew, I, I'm i very logical, I'm very reasonable, I'm not extremely biased. Um, my My psyche is kind of governed by fairness and justice and rules and, like, things are supposed to go this way. And... I was not aware of how far off I was (laughs) until after, I think, having my kids. And then I Mm. realized, like, wow, I just really don't care about what other people think and say and do anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just solely focused on my own happiness and then the kids' happiness. Because for me, like, their lives are peachy. They have amazing, great lives. They have great, amazing parents. But in order to be that, I have to be happy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just so freeing to get to that, that space where you prioritize your own needs and your own happiness. You don't feel pressure to, to conform or to be something for someone that you just don't have the energy or time to be. Absolutely. So. No, I'm in agreement with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to kind of reverse the question that I asked Key about advice for singles heading into the holidays of how to, like, mm-hmm. you know, prior to, prioritize themselves and just have fun and be in a good, healthy mind, mind space. Um, what kind of advice or what did you find worked well for you as a newlywed or mm-hmm. at then and now um going into the holidays? How do you yeah. navigate that? um well, still from something that you said,
1: I think it was just important that we were together. Mm. Um, you know, my favorite holiday is New Year's Eve, really? so yeah, that's more. That so,
0: It's surprising seeing that you like to be so outside. (laughs) Ah. I actually
1: have been inside these past few New Year's. (laughs) But I, you know, it's, it's more about like the renew. I'm one of those people who gets really caught up in like New Year, new me. I'm one of those annoying people. Uh, But I'm not, I'm saying that to say I'm not married to Thanksgiving or Christmas. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was about together, being together, family. I wanted to know Especially being from different cultures, my husband and I, what was important to them? How did they celebrate? Who comes over? When do you do it? And that's how I learned about Christmas Eve. And I was like, oh, okay, I never knew that. So that was talking that out. And then he was like, my mother's birthdays around the holidays, it's very important to her. And even in talking to my mother in law, she's like, listen, if we don't celebrate Christmas in Florida, I would like to come wherever you guys are. That hasn't oh. happened yet. Oh. That hasn't <laughs> happened. But I was like, okay, that's fine. And then two years ago, we actually celebrated Christmas two weeks before the actual holiday. And we got both families together. And we went to Tennessee in the mountains. And we all stayed in this house together. And we celebrated in that way. So oh. we found ways to get creative to bring everyone together. Yeah. And that really comes back to what you were saying about communication, rem- uh, remembering that it's important to be together together. And then really just sacrifice. Sometimes I had to get out of my own feelings of what I'm used to, though, because where we were 30, I was 34, I think, when I got married. And so I was so used to doing things a certain way and seeing certain people. And I had to let that go. Mm -hmm. And Brian is a lot more chill than me. Okay, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, (laughs) and so I had to learn to soften up a bit and, you know, to not take too much control and just, you know, let it be a give and take. Mm-hmm. I've grown a lot through marriage. I mm-hmm. have to say not to pat myself on the back, you but- pat yourself back on pat the back. Back. but I just have really learned the beauty of sacrifice really and compromising cool. through marriage. And I'm still learning yep. it. You know, Continuous. they don't talk about the work enough. It's, it's not easy, but I'm still learning.
0: <laughs> um, you just said something. I feel like a lot of people get wrapped up in this word sacrifice Mm -hmm. and you can also speak to this because you've been married Mm you have seen what worked what doesn't work or whatever the case may be and people think that when you say you have to sacrifice like that's a negative thing like we should just be happy like if i have to work this hard then it's not right right and i just don't understand and it's so funny um Firstly, Michelle Obama. I went to her book tour here when Oprah was moderating. I don't know if she said this at this. She did. She alluded to or made a comment about how everyone was so up in arms when she said for a portion of her her marriage, she didn't like her husband. I think she said 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she's like. You guys, like young people don't understand like it you have to work for marriage. You have to work every day and sometimes it's going to be it's not peaches peaches and cream every single day. Mm-hmm. And when you say when people hear the word sacrifice, I don't know what they think of, but unfortunately, I feel like it has such a negative yeah, connotation to it when you're talking about a relationship. Mm-hmm. So can you talk a little bit more about what it means to sacrifice in a relationship and how it helps you to sustain a healthy relationship.
1: Yeah, I think people get scared, or at least this was maybe my thought, I thought if I sacrifice that I'm losing myself mm-hmm. and I'm becoming somebody different. And especially when you have come from that relationship before where you did lose yourself, mm-hmm. and there's such a fear of, oh my gosh, it's going to happen to me again. Mm-hmm. But what I learned to realize is with the right person, you can trust that they will never allow that to happen for you. So it's not a sacrifice as in, I was giving up, you know, who big rage. That's what they call me, girl.
0: Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Who big rage is. Okay, big rage. You know what? (laughs) That's funny. I
1: love it. It was more of, okay, I'm, you know, you're not just making those decisions for you. You're making, I had to look at it this way. We're making decisions for our family unit. Mm -hmm. And right now the best decision is to go this way. It might be a sacrifice for me right now, but it's for the betterment. Of our family. Mm. And I think the once I could realize that, then it didn't, I didn't even really look at it as a sacrifice. I just Mm -hmm. thought, this is just gonna be great
0: for our our family in the future that we're building. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Wow. I think what you're saying is so spot on in what's gonna be good for the family. And also, you have to kind of understand just because you're big Rach (laughs) and you have your feelings and your emotions about what's important to you. That doesn't mean that your partner or your friend or whomever else does not have those same big emotions about what's important to them Mm -hmm. because they may not express it the same way or share it or communicate it the same way. And when you think about it, like you can never be 100 percent fair in a relationship when you have two different, you guys live in two different states. There are two of you. Who has uh, the last vote, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. can't be fair. You have to be able to give a little bit mm-hmm. or give a lot, actually, to um, maintain the relationship. But the key is you're right to have someone who's also willing to give yeah. and put into the relationship so that you guys are giving to each other, mm-hmm. like, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you're only giving, 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 like, the, the resentment. That's where the resentment comes Ugh. in. And then that's not good for the relationship. What about you, Key?
2: No, I'm so glad that you guys are talking about that. Because like you said, the work in marriage isn't talked about a lot. No. And so, I mean, it is like, I think now so much people really focus on happy, happy, happy. And like you said, Michelle was talking about First Lady Michelle. (laughs)
0: Um, And big
2: rage. And big rage. (laughs) You know, it's not always about happy, happy. It's about the unit and making sure your family is okay. Mm -hmm. And how we talk about friends. You can have a friendship and you're like, listen, I'm worried about me. This is my boundaries. But you can't do that in a marriage. Like, Mm -hmm. you guys are working it through, happy or not. Like, Mm -hmm. we're trying to come to a solution. And that takes sacrifice and compromise. And it's not always about me, me, me. And I think people struggle with that, not being so focused on themselves and having to put somebody else's thoughts, feelings above theirs sometimes.
1: Mm Because it was the lie that we were told, I feel like as kids... Oh, you're gonna get married, and it's gonna be wonderful. Fairy it's tale, fairy tale. Like all your troubles will go away when you find that you know it's like a, a Disney movie or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And then you get in it, and you're like, "Well, why didn't you tell me about all the work? Mm-hmm. Every day is work yeah. at, in a relationship." And yeah. now I feel like we're getting to a place where we talk about those things, but mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. the way that that we grew
0: up. No, and it's it's so refreshing, and why I think it's so important to have these conversations. Especially for young people, mm-hmm. I feel like we are getting away. Well, maybe we used to get into marriage very quickly, not understanding what it entails, the work, right? right? And now people are pushing it off and getting in later and waiting for perfection. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and long standing joy and happiness in a relationship, someone to fulfill them, mm-hmm. yeah. all of these things. Um, it, last season, I got a chance to talk to Matt Higgins, and he says something that I will continue to repeat because mm-hmm. it was so powerful to me is that, you know, when he was it, looking for relationships or what he believes people should look for in relationships is not, um, someone to complete them but someone that um elevates them mm-hmm. and yeah. makes them better right because it's our job to complete ourselves mm-hmm. and i think that it could be there's like a balance there's like a healthy balance between fulfilling your own needs and your own happiness and wants in a in a marriage versus the sacrifices that you have to make and yeah. the compromises that you have to make to sustain a healthy happy relationship where both people feel seen and heard and safe right Mm -hmm. um because we don't ever want to like you said we don't want to lose ourselves no we don't want to become someone else because we're accommodating someone else Mm -hmm. you know and that's the fear for a lot of us so you kind of just have to be vulnerable right and open and give people the opportunity to to um to prove you right or wrong either way
1: do you guys find it tough to be vulnerable? Because I feel like I, I'm past the immature thinking of. Because I used to think this way that it was weak. I used to think it was a sign of weakness, and that's just because of the way I, that I was raised. Okay. Deep rooted issues, uh. But I don't look at it that way. But I still find sometimes it's so hard for me mm-hmm. to be to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And to your point, it's so key mm-hmm. to having a successful relationship, not just with a significant other and friendship and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's it's I have to I'm always a work in progress. I have to think about it. I'm like, okay, Rachel, soften it up. Be
0: mm-hmm. a little more vulnerable. <laughs> I mean, let him Do in. You wanna... Um I, I don't
2: think that I struggle with being vulnerable. I feel like I've always been very like open with my emotions and very much an emotional
0: person. <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's so, like, yes. <laughs> um, for me, it's it's not that challenging. Also, which we were kind of talking about before, I think that, um, things that I've struggled with, things that I've gone through, I tend to like share with people because I feel like it helps people who are currently going through that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my scars can help people understand. Like, I can get through this, mm-hmm. and that's really what I try and do. I try and use the things that are difficult for me. Kind of just give people hope that like, he can get through it. Like
0: so can I, you know.
2: I know your testimony, now. yeah. It's your testimony
0: <laughs> <No> before. <laughs> I'm like you. I'm I'm like you. I'm not gonna stop calling you Big Rage. <laughs> I, I can't. That. I can't. It's an stop, old basketball name. I cannot <laughs> stop calling you Big Rage. I'm like you, Big Rage. I think that it's it used to be very challenging for me to be vulnerable, not because. Um, I felt it was weak. I think that I always grew up wanting to make the right choices and do the right thing all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I had three brothers growing up, again, (laughs) deep-seated, rooted, whatever (laughs) childhood stuff, where I felt pressure to be good and right and do Mm -hmm. the things all the time. So asking for help or being vulnerable was outside of what felt like comfortable for me because Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, if I need help, then I'm not, I'm not sufficient. I'm not living up to who I'm supposed to be right now. Um, and so doing everything myself, it was my, my thing. And it wasn't until after I had kids probably where I decided, oh, (laughs) I can't, I need help. I need, please help me. I just called Tiana, like, girl, I gotta go to Disneyland. I can't take all three of my kids to Disneyland by myself. I need you to come help me. Because, you know, who's gonna ride the ride? They're not tall enough so to true. ride by themselves. <laughs> like, I need some help. Can you drive down from San Diego to come to Disneyland with me? Need kids. Um, and she's like, I'll be there. Yes. <laughs> <Say less. laughs> um, but when that's what changed me is like learning the hard way that I could not do everything myself. Yeah. And I was so burnt out. And um, I just hated asking for help I get from it. people. I'm like, I'm strong. I, I'm used to helping other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a therapist thing also. We're so accustomed to caring a lot for other people and wanting to help other people that we sometimes put our own needs and our own feelings and things to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm like, Hey, if it doesn't serve me, it doesn't make me happy. I'm not doing it. I'm very sorry, but I, this <laughs> is just who I am like at this point. And it feels so good to be that way. It feels yeah. really good to be um, in that space where like, and I have, I'm so fortunate I have the most amazing husband and he's like people are constantly like oh my god he does that what like <laughs> they think it's so weird that he you know takes the kids to school and picks them up from school and takes them here like their appointments like they think it's so weird because I think I don't know the, the again the preconceived notions right. of what he would be like in real life when really he's just a very supportive hands-on and makes me feel safe and comfortable to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. so again taking that right person to not take advantage or make you feel any less than or weak or whatever the case may be when you do open up is is important relationships there's it's hard it's a lot
2: <laughs> right. Why?
1: There's, There's some upside. There are. <laughs> that
0: sounds great. Let's <laughs> <I'm still> lie. <laughs> okay, so just to kind of like wrap things up, full circle moment for mm-hmm. everyone listening. I feel like there was so much like we got so much amazing wisdom and so many great gems from you today. Um is there anything else that you would share? that you have recently thought about or learned or come to understand and that you think might help any of the listeners or even myself? Um. Well, okay, for me, recently, I
1: was sharing this before off mic about going, I went on a vacation, two weeks, got away, completely detached from my life my real life and was living in a fairy tale land, but that kind of reflection really made me think about. I thought a lot about the type of partner that I have been through a very stressful year for various reasons, mm-hmm. and so I guess I would encourage your listeners or and or share it with a friend that sometimes you think and like. I hate to say this about myself. I like, you know, I can be a little bit of a know-it-all.
0: <laughs> I'm a Taurus. Okay, big race. I'm stubborn. <laughs> I'm an enneagram eight. All the things I know all the things. That's self awareness, and that's you being vulnerable. And
1: thank you for sharing. Yeah, I th- I'm. I'm happy to share. But I realized that. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I realized that I wasn't. Re- I was so looking at the person and what they were doing. The person, Brian, and I wasn't looking at the type of partner that I was was in the relationship and what I was giving and how outside factors were affecting me. And that was contributing to some of the ups and downs in the relationship. And I really took a hard look at myself and, and asked myself the question, how can I be a better partner in this relationship? And when I was thinking that, I'm like, when is the last time, if ever, have I asked myself that question? And I don't know. I just could see cl- more clearly when I was sep- um, separated from him in, in Europe. Let me say that a different way because it's going to sound like we separated when I was on vacation. <laughs> In Europe. So but vacation in I just in Europe. would encourage people to <clears throat> self, ref- I have self awareness, but I didn't have self reflection. And mm. I was not asking myself how I could be better, you know, for the family unit for this relationship. So that's something recently that I've thought a lot about. And I feel like came back just better for our relationship.
2: That's so so good, and just a piggyback off that for the single side, <laughs> because that's super important. Even as a single, you know, dating, you know, exploring all the people, what what have you,
0: mm-hmm. exploring all the people. Yeah,
2: go, go, go. yeah. I mean, meeting new people, <laughs> getting to know people. It's it's a journey. But just like you said, the self reflection. Um, someone I forget who I was listening to. Um, Andy Stanley maybe. Mm-hmm. He has a slogan: "Are you the person?" the person you're looking for is looking for. Mm. And so that ties back into like you have to even as a single, you have to be filled. You have to be ready. You have to be healed. You know, yeah. work on yourself to present yourself to the person that you're looking for. And I think that ties back into your self-reflection. Like you have to be working on yourself, doing the work first yeah. before you're ready to find somebody else.
0: Good thing to remember. That's that's amazing. Two mic drop moments. (laughs) And we're done now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. This was so amazing. I cannot wait. Can you imagine what Friendsgiving is going to be like? A good time. (laughs) And there'll be libations.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited.
0: (laughs)